Hey, what's good? This is Rich, and you're listening to Paychecks and Balances, where I help you navigate your finances and career so you can achieve the freedom you want. And on today's show, it's just me, and I've got a bunch of updates, including some learnings from the past couple of months, and also where I am on my side hustle goal of generating $60,000 in revenue. So definitely a lot to talk about there. And first things first, it is March. It is my birthday month. Pisces, stand up, do all of the emo, dreamy, creative, reflective stuff that people expect from us. And it's also been a year of this pandemic living. And I can remember at this time last year, I was super sick, but I was looking forward to this trip to New Orleans to eat my way through the city. And looking back, I might have actually had COVID and didn't even know it at the time. Bay certainly thinks that I did. And to realize that it's been a year since I've been in the office, a year since I've interacted normally with humans, and that probably a couple of weeks after New Orleans, that became the hotbed or it was previously the hotbed. And to know that I just missed probably definitely getting this mess, man, it's, it's, it's wild. It's also wild to think that I'm officially eight months alcohol-free and to think about where I was eight months ago or, or to even think about where I was a year ago and some of the things that I was feeling, some of the things that I was experiencing versus where I am now. And I'll talk a little bit about February in a second, but man, life has just changed so much and all for the better. And uh, I think I said in the first episode of the year that you know I definitely want to leave Uh, 2020 behind. And uh, that is very much the case. But I am also reflecting back, and maybe this is a Pisces thing. I am also reflecting back to think about uh, how I felt, you know, six, eight, 12 months ago versus how I'm feeling today and the things that are happening in my life, the opportunities that are coming into my life. And I'd be lying if uh, I didn't acknowledge that making that decision to cut alcohol which had become a numbing agent in a lot of ways. And I know a lot of people have felt or struggled with this at some level during COVID. And to start experiencing the full realm of feelings that we're supposed to feel as humans and to not have this coping mechanism to deal with all of the things that you know life is throwing at us and just being at home constantly and consistently and not being able to do the things that we're normally able to do. So also feeling good about that And looking forward to getting to a year on June, or actually, no, getting to a year on July 1st. So I got a couple of coins here, too. I got a three-month, six-month coins, and uh, I think I get something else around a year. There might even be something for nine months. But regardless, I'm super excited to keep this streak going. As for February, man... February is probably one of the best months that I've had in the past years. It might have actually been one of the best months that I've had in my life. So there was uh, a lot of coverage for Paychecks and Balances, a lot of coverage for the podcast. And I finished the month with a feature piece on Google's blog, which really felt like the intersection of what I do by day with what I do by night and weekend with the podcast, with this business. So to see that come full circle and to get a feature at work, but available to look at externally for what I've been doing on the side for years now is incredible. And then on top of that, in February, I also launched my YouTube channel, which you can check out at showstarter.tv. And I posted my first ever video publicly 
And when I was uploading it, I realized that I uploaded a video back in 2017, but I never published it. And yeah, that video is terrible compared to what I published this past week. But what I was looking at even more was the fact that it took me four years to bring this dream to life with this YouTube channel and with the show starter as a thing. So that website has been done since 2017. And I've mentioned it here and there over the years, but I'm officially stepping in on it and it feels really good to see something starting to happen. And for that to also happen in February and to have, you know, this coverage and some of these other positive things happening as a result of all of these past efforts hitting at the same time, I do not think it was a coincidence at all. And what's been interesting about this stretch is this rising angst and nervousness because there are a lot of things that I've wanted to accomplish or that I've wanted to see happen for years now, and those things are finally starting to happen. And I also know that based off of how long I've been doing this, podcasting, content on the internet, that I'm in that space where those people who have been consistent for a long time really start to reap the rewards and really start to take off. And, and I recognize that I'm in that window. And that's not a pompous like, oh, I'm about to peace out on y'all. That's like a, yo, things are happening as a result of years of consistent effort, good times, bad times, but also remaining authentic throughout the process. And it also feels like I'm going from when am I going to get there to am I ready? And maybe that's what's causing a lot of the fear and a lot of the angst because I know that it can start going downhill quickly in a positive way in terms of building momentum and just good thing after good thing happening. And I acknowledge that there's going to be something that comes up in life. I probably worry about this too much, but there's going to be something that comes up. Some shoe is going to drop eventually. At least that's what I tell myself. And I know I shouldn't be telling myself that. But I think what's different now is knowing that even if something does come up, that I have the support system and I have the right people and the right things around me to get through it, however turbulent that particular time may be. So that's going to happen. Something is going to happen. Something is going to come up. It may not be tomorrow. It may not be next week. It may not be in the next few months, but there's always something that happens that throws us off. And we have an opportunity to step back, assess it, and determine how we're going to move forward. And I feel much more capable of my ability to do that today compared to where I was just a year ago. All right, so I'm going to get into some money stuff in a minute and get off of this motivational kick. But uh, speaking of the topic, I was thinking last month about uh, how I've been motivated and a lot of that has been in response to things that people said that I can't do or where I felt excluded or, or where I really felt a need to prove myself. But I also thought about even some of the things earlier on. And you've probably, if you've been listening to the podcast for a bit, you've heard me ask guests, like, where does this come from? Where do they get this from in terms of their drive or their particular passion around a thing? And uh, I was thinking about when I was in middle school. So I went to this Catholic middle school in um, Albany, New York, and the principal was a nun and her name was Sister Kate. And she just did not like me for whatever reason. Now, I was one of those kids who I was bad. I was very bad in a lot of ways. And I'd always been bad from kindergarten onward. I just got into a lot of trouble. But I also got A's and got my work done. So it was this weird, like, you're bad, we want to punish you, but then you're also smart. 
And so I, I get to middle school and I'm still bad. And in uh, eighth grade, I, I got in trouble for some stuff and uh, ultimately ended up getting uh, expelled just before graduation. And uh, at this point, I was also pretty much a shoe in for a scholarship to this uh, local Catholic high school that a lot of kids from my middle school then went on to. So uh, I got expelled, lost that scholarship. And then uh, on top of that, the principal, one of the last things that she said to me was, you'll never amount to anything. So just imagine telling a, what am I, 12 years old? J- just imagine telling like a, you know, 11, 12 year old kid that they're never going to amount to anything. Words being things, man. You know, what you say to someone, it may seem inconsequential at the time, but words do mean things. And uh, not everyone is able to take those negative things and turn them into uh, positive things. And I totally get that. And, you know, with the question that I ask others about where it comes from, I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm like, yeah, you know, that that negativity did, it did fuel. And I think that in some ways, it probably even plays into this quest to always be good enough and better than and to uh, showcase that I am, you know, worthy of being in whatever the situation is. But part of what I realized is that, yeah, having that negative fuel is cool, but it's not sustainable because what I find happens is when you rely on people telling you that you can't do something or when you rely on uh, negativity or external factors to fuel you to accomplish something, it's fleeting because you accomplish that thing. And then what? You're on looking to the next thing. And if you've been around for a while, you've heard me say that over the years where I accomplish one thing and then it's immediately moving on to the next and nothing ever feels good enough. And a lot of times when that's happening, yes, there may be things that are going on in your head from experiences that you had earlier on that are playing a role. But it also could be that you're looking for external competition, validation in order to fuel how you feel about yourself, you know? And uh, I encourage you to ask yourself, what do you stand for? And that's something that I've thought a lot about, even in the context of getting at what my core motivations are. So you've heard me talk about freedom. You've heard me talk about helping others, but then also something that really emerged in the past few months that I'd been doing all along, but hadn't thought about it specifically is this idea of authenticity and what that means and how I can continue to showcase that and uh, how I can use that to accomplish what it is that I want, whether it's with my career, whether it's with this, or whether it's with anything else that I choose to go all in on. So we've had a lot of thinking time over the past year, and you might have thought about some of this stuff for yourself, but if you haven't, I definitely encourage you to do that. All right, so I think that's enough of Pisces Jones for today. So I did want to talk a little bit about some money stuff as well, and uh, one of which, and this is something new, is a business revenue update. So I said in the first episode of the year that I'm treating this a lot more like a business while also staying true and authentic. And uh, my goal for this year was to generate $60,000 in side hustle revenue. So what that's going to turn out to be, net profit, income, all of that stuff, TBD, because there are costs. But I set a goal for 60 k in revenue. And uh, through February, got to around $5,000, just did the uh, quick math on that. Uh, I also had 3700 hit my account for March already. 
So I'm at about 8,600 year to date on a goal of $60,000. So a little bit behind pace, maybe a lot bit behind pace, but I'm not going to get stressed out about that because the momentum is building. And I think that there are a lot of other good things to come, but yeah, a little bit behind right now and planning to play some catch up over the next nine, 10 months. And so you may be wondering, okay, where's this money coming from? And the bulk of it is coming from uh, affiliates or products and services that I trust and that I recommend to others. So for example, if you sign up for something and you get a little link that you can give people, and then if they take advantage of that offer, then you get $5, whatever it is. Uh, For the things that I'm recommending, I generate a bit more than $5, but these are also things that I trust and in many cases use myself. And if I haven't used them, I've played around with the the product or I've talked to the person behind the service. And it's something that I feel good about vouching and supporting. The second biggest source of income has been sponsorships. And I've only had one sponsor so far this season or so far in 2021, which is a big difference from last year, where uh, there were probably sponsors on 75% of all of the episodes that came out. And uh, not having sponsors was a choice. And part of the reason that I cut back there significantly is because I didn't want to just have random sponsors for the sake of making money. I wanted to have sponsors that I believe in and they're aligned with what I value. And I know that they're really going to do right by people. And so that also requires some outbound effort, whereas in years past, a lot of uh, what came up for the show was inbound companies, people reaching out to us. Whereas uh, this year, I want to do more outbound, create partnerships, create opportunities, as opposed to just responding to what comes into the inbox. The third bucket is a combination of merchandise from the PNB online store. So thank you to everyone that supported there. And if you're not familiar, you can visit payball.co slash shop, payball.co slash shop. And the last way has been through consulting, whether that's helping somebody start a podcast or helping somebody solve a particular business problem. I've had a few hours that I've built out leveraging the expertise that I've developed in the day gig, but also outside of it. So those are the revenue sources. And I am also thinking about diversifying by creating some type of product course, something else. And I know I did an audio course last year, but that lives on someone else's platform, not my own. And uh, I don't quite like that a lot of my side hustle income is tied up in what other folks or other companies are doing, even if they are stand-up folks, individuals, brands. So I want to create something myself that I have full control over that exists solely on my platform so that if others make changes, it doesn't impact me or impact my business. So basically, diversification is always good. And yes, get these seven income streams that everyone's talking about. I'm trying to do the same thing so no one thing can have a significant impact on whether or not I achieve any of my goals this year. And on a related note that I'm applying both professionally and personally, I'm really trying to put a stop on spending right now. So I think as far as the business stuff, there's been a lot of spending and preparation for, and I want to move to focusing on doing. And so when I say preparation for, there's buying camera equipment for a YouTube channel, there's buying software finding things that I need or justifying things to buy that are going to make this thing better, buying access to courses and trainings. And we can get caught in this trap of just trying to prepare that we spend 
all of our time there and we never actually get started. So I'm done for a while in terms of buying equipment and software and programs. And I'm focusing specifically on creating and doing and essentially setting a guideline for self that the only reason I will upgrade anything else at this point is if it actually becomes a hindrance to progress with the business, with me getting things done in a timely fashion. Like I have to be like really frustrated and annoyed and know that it's the right thing to do versus just proactively buying it because the streets are telling me that it's hot. It's the same type of thing that you saw people doing with the stocks and probably some of the same things that I've talked about in the past. I realized that I've been doing that a little bit myself, especially with gadgets, because I'm a freaking tech geek and I really can't help myself. And another admission, as much as I don't want to admit it, but this cooking at home thing that we've been doing in this residence for, I want to say this is probably like the fourth week of it. I want to say that we went the whole month of February cooking on weeknights and then only dining out on weekends. It works. The savings are noticeable, like in the hundreds of dollars noticeable. And I don't love cooking still. I just find it to be a huge time suck every evening. So I think we're going to go from cooking each night to, babe, we got to cook something that's going to last us a couple of days to cut back on the amount of time in the kitchen, because that's part of the reason that I think I started going crazy with dining out in the first place, because I hated how much time was spent in the kitchen, even with preparation. And look, there may come a point where meal delivery service makes a comeback, whether it's the Blue Aprons or the We Eats or whatever it is. There's so many of them that are out there now. That may come back because I did that in the past because it made sense and it was literally saving me hours over the course of a month. So it's possible that that might be something to explore in the future. But for now, we're just going to try to extend how long these meals last so it's not as much effort and not as much time per week overall. And that is all that I've got for this episode today. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share with your network, tell a friend, all of that good stuff. And I know that I haven't asked in a while, but if you've been enjoying PMB and you support this show and you support what I do, be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast or on your platform if it allows you to leave a review because people see that, they press play, and they might press play on the episode that they need in their life right now at this very moment. So thanks so much for all the support because Black History Month and all of the coverage and features that happened would not exist if you did not continue to listen into this podcast or tune into this podcast for the first time and continue to listen. So until next time, be safe. I'm out. Peace.